Hello everyone, this is Vicki. I will be playing some of Chuck's music a little bit later on. I have a message that I'm sharing with you today that Father gave. This is the 12th of June, 2022. And welcome to everyone who's here as a, a you know, some of you, we call you, we say you're grandfathered or granddaughtered in because you've been here for a while. And some of you may be new. Thank you so much for coming to check us out. You guys, let's pray. We, we just always want to go to Father with any message that comes. And it doesn't matter if it's a pastor that you go to listen to every Sunday. You better be praying because the pastor needs prayers and you need discernment to always know if what you're hearing is from your creator. Father, we thank you so much for this time and this day. Have your way in us, God. You are the, the mighty, mighty, holy God, and there's nobody like you. So, Father, nobody has the wisdom that you have. So we, we want to be, be paying attention to your wisdom. We want to do what you want us to do. And we want to be all you've created us to be. So, Father, help us every day find more ways to just bless you, God, just to love you with our obedience and with the love that we have for you as well as for others. Have your way in this message. I ask you to bless each one who listens, even as Chuck has prayed already. We pray over all of the ones who will hear it and ask you, Father, to give them, um, to give them whatever they need to know. These are your words. And we thank you and praise you for all of these things in the name of our Savior, Yeshua, Hamashiach, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Okay, guys. Here we go. Title of the message is, You Must Be Courageous. My children, why do you weep? For whom are you crying? For what reason do the tears fall from your eyes and well up within your hearts? Is it for you? Is it for your circumstances? Is it for yourself only? If it is so, dry your eyes, wipe your tears and look around you. Let your eyes cry for the lost, the brokenhearted and hopeless. You have no reason to be crying for yourselves. I am the Almighty God who drew you to myself. I own everything. All of your provision is found in me. Every answer, every need, all of your provision is found in me. Not only am I your provider, but I am also the everlasting holy, and I have saved you with my own hand. You have no reason to cry for yourself or your circumstances. You have cause to rejoice for my faithfulness to keep my word, and my love abounds in you. So thank me for your circumstances. I have every intention of using them all to bless you in eternal ways if you will only believe me. Yes, beloved children, even the difficult, the hard, and the harsh I will use for your good and my glory. What you go through will touch others, and even many. The power of my love to redeem, the strength of my wisdom to restore, the joy of my salvation to refresh and encourage have not been diminished. 
From the beginning and even before time began, all of my holiness and authority existed in realms and ages you cannot imagine. But I tell you that I, the one who had no beginning and will know no end, I have my hand on my children. I protect, defend, empower, anoint, strengthen, forgive, encourage, counsel, and restore those who choose to remain faithful to me. So continue to choose to remain. Choose to endure, regardless of anything you see, hear, feel, touch, taste, or smell. Choose to remain. This is going to be the most challenging of times for you. Do not fear. Do not worry, dread, or be anxious about anything. Your obedience to my words and my commandments will lead you into greater victories in the days ahead. Learn what I have said and draw upon those words as needed. Keep your eyes single to my glory, to what I want, say, and do. As you begin to take more thought and give more value to my opinions and release those opinions of others and even of your own, the tears will begin to change to shouts of victory and praise for my wisdom, love, and goodness. You will increase in your appreciation of all I allow and to do. You will run with greater strength and purpose, and you will prevail over the darkness that daily attempts to prevail over you. You will begin to see others with greater clarity and to more quickly discern the attacks and plans of the enemy. You will instill courage in others as you walk in courage. You will see those who are courageous begin to gather together and you will be in their midst. You will see the goodness of the Lord God Almighty in the land of the living, and you will know and believe, you will declare with assurance that you have never seen the righteous forsaken. Cry now for the lost. They do not have the victory. They need the victory, and that is who I am, the victory. Let the cry of your heart well up inside you until it pours forth from your mouth and moves your hands and feet to action. The tendency to protect yourself must be redirected to protect the call on your life to do what you are on the earth to do. Read Isaiah 58. You have been sent to set the captives free from the lies and poverties the enemy has enslaved them with. You cannot cry for them if you are already using your tears of heart for yourself. You cannot cry for them if your concerns are for yourself and self-preservation. I did not call you to self-preservation. I called you to self-sacrifice. I called you to die to yourself. I called you to take up your cross and lay down your life. I have placed you intentionally in this hour of time. I have promised that I will open the way. I will go before you and I will guard you from behind. 
understand those words. Although you will be heading into times of greater persecution, I will make the way ahead of you. I have already gone before you to the cross. I have already gone before you to my Father's throne. I have already gone before you to prepare a place for you at my table in my kingdom in eternity. Follow me on this earth as I go before you into the battles ahead, and when you wonder about my faithfulness, just look behind you and you will see that I have always been there. I am there still. Speak words of life to those around you. Walk in courage, even when you do not feel courageous. I will strengthen you. Those around you will be encouraged and strengthened as they see the courage you have chosen to embrace and demonstrate. This is not the time for you to shrink back in fear. There is never a time for you to shrink back in fear, so do not let the enemy have that ground in you. Take what I tell you to take. Go where I send you. Keep and give away to others what I have given to you. Take hope. Keep hope. Give hope away. Take courage. Keep courage. Encourage others to be courageous also. Look at all those things I have done in and given to you. Go and do likewise to others. My children will be greatly challenged in the days ahead. Your world is becoming increasingly violent, and the famines will begin to increase with the violence. They will go hand in hand. My children are still arguing like three-year-olds. Stop it now. Do you not see the world watching and laughing at you? Consider the one who may be listening to you in word wars with others. What do you expect them to do when all they are looking for is me, but your pettiness keeps your mouth going like a rebellious little child arguing with another rebellious little child over a piece of candy? Many have made my words become candy in the argument. It must stop. The time that should be dedicated to spreading my gospel is being dedicated to those to deciding who has the best piece of candy. I'm going to read that sentence again. The time should be dedicated to spreading my gospel. Sorry, try it again. The time that should be dedicated to spreading my gospel is being dedicated to deciding who has the best piece of candy and the lost shake their heads in wonder at the immaturity, division, and petty behavior of my children, and it is no wonder. So do I. So stop. Love each other. None of you have 100% knowledge, understanding, or wisdom. You still see and know in part, so do the part you know to do, and pray for, encourage, bless, and strengthen one another. I will take care of the rest. Many of you already know the dangers, the famines, the wars, the deception, destruction, and deaths are increasing. Do not fear. To you who are mine, I say, 
Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Read Isaiah 60. Read the chapter, my children. It is my promise to my children who are scattered all over the earth. Whether by blood or by faith in me, it is for those I call my own. In this hour, I call you to arise. I call you to shine. Your light has come, and my glory has risen upon you, and there is more to come. Read Psalm 46. Read these scriptures I have given you to read in this message. Be faithful to read and receive my words for you. I have gone before you even in the writing of these words. So be strong and very courageous, even as I told Joshua to do the same. There were giants on his journey, just as there are on yours. But remember this. I am the giant killer for all who will put their trust in me. And I will teach you how to slay the giants in your land. Signed, The Faithful and True. Thank you, Father. And now I'm going to read some of the scriptures that he gave me for us, all of us. So I'm going to add Chuck's music to the background because Father sings through the music as well. Okay, you guys, I'm going to start with um, Psalms. I'm in the 46th chapter. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. Selah. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice, the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. 
For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you. And nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see, they all gather together, they come to you. Your sons shall come from afar, and your daughters shall be carried on the hip. Then you shall see and be radiant, your heart shall thrill and exult, because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you, the young camels of Midian of Midian and Ephah. All those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense and shall bring good news, the praises of the Lord. All the flocks of Kedar shall be gathered to you. The rams of Nebioth shall minister to you. They shall come up with acceptance on my altar and I will beautify my beautiful house. Who are these that fly like a cloud and like doves to their windows? For the coastlands shall hope for me, the ships of Tarshish first, to bring your children from afar, their silver and gold with them, for the name of the Lord your God and for the Holy One of Israel, because he has made you beautiful. Foreigners shall build up your walls, and their kings shall minister to you, for in my wrath I struck you, but in my favor I have had mercy on you. Your gates shall be opened continually, day and night they shall not be shut, that people may bring to you the wealth of the nations with their kings led in procession. For the nation and kingdom that will not serve you shall perish. Those nations shall be utterly laid waste. The glory of Lebanon shall come to you, the cypress, the plain, and the pine, to beautify the place of my sanctuary, and I will make the place of my feet glorious. The sons of those who afflicted you shall come bending low to you, and all who despised you shall bow down at your feet. They shall call you the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Whereas you have been forsaken and hated with no one passing through, I will make you majestic forever, a joy from age to age. You shall suck the milk of nations, you shall nurse at the breast of kings, and you shall know that I, the Lord, am your Savior and your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. Instead of bronze, I will bring gold, and instead of iron, I will bring silver. Instead of wood, bronze. Instead of stones, iron. I will make your overseers peace, and your taskmasters righteousness. Violence shall no more be heard in your land, devastation or destruction within your borders. You shall call your walls salvation and your gates praise. The sun shall be no more your light by day, nor for brightness shall the moon give you light, but the Lord will be your everlasting light, and your God will be your glory. Your sun shall no more go down, nor your moon withdraw itself, for the Lord will be your everlasting light, and your days of mourning shall be ended your people shall all be righteous. 
They shall possess the land forever, the branch of my planting, the work of my hands, that I might be glorified. The least one shall become a clan, and the smallest one a mighty nation. I am the Lord, and in its time I will hasten it. You guys, he's talking to his people. Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn to grant to those who mourn in Zion to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. Strangers shall stand and tend your flocks. Foreigners shall be your plowmen and bind dressers, but you shall be called the priests of the Lord. They shall speak of you as the ministers of our God. You shall eat the wealth of the nations, and in their glory you shall boast. Instead of your shame, there shall be a double portion. Instead of dishonor, they shall rejoice in their lot. Therefore in their land, they shall possess a double portion. They shall have everlasting joy. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrong. I will faithfully give them their recompense, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their offspring shall be known among the nations, and their descendants in the midst of the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge them, that they are an offering, an offspring the Lord has blessed. 
I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall exult in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decks himself like a priest with a beautiful headdress and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth, it sprouts. And as a garden causes what is sown in it to sprout up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to sprout up before all the nations. If you guys have stayed with me this long, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for all of us because there's so much going on. We, we say that a lot. There's so much going on and it just continues to increase. But God's word is to us to be encouraged, to stay encouraged, not to let our guard down, not to take a step back in fear, but truly to press on, press into him and trust him and believe him for his word and his faithfulness. He is mighty to save. And here he is how many thousands of years ago speaking to Isaiah about the end times and what he's going to do with his people in his city. He will gather his people together and bring us to his holy mountain. Father has people all over this world. Every single one of us needs prayer. Every single one of us needs courage. Every single one of us needs more and more wisdom and faithfulness to our God. So whatever your circumstances today, even as the Lord gave this message, you guys, to all of us, to all of us, he would have us know he is the one who is faithful and true. He is faithful. And he is true. He sets a course and he will not be dissuaded. Father, thank you for your people. Thank you for what you're doing in each one, God. Thank you. We need you every day, all day long, all night long, every night, all the days of our lives. We can look back and see, even though we've gone through, many of us have gone through very, very hard times, but you have always been there and you would not let the enemy win. You would not let the enemy conquer. And even when we have wandered off the path and maybe like for some of us for years, we've wandered off the path. You have been faithful and patient and have called us back to yourself because of your great love. But there are still more that you are calling even in this hour. And Father, we don't want to sit around and be discouraged and sad and broken and all caught up in our own circumstances. We want to look at what you want us to see. And we want to do the things that you want us to do. So bless us, Father God, to hear your words in these verses today, to hear your words in this message today. Bless us, Father God, to receive what you have to say to us in this hour. But the time is short. 
the time is short. For each one of us, no one knows how long each one will be on this earth. No one knows the very second you will choose to take us home in death to be with you. No one knows but you when the return of your son will be. But God, even as you told us in this message and you've spoken all throughout these scriptures, you will have your way. You will keep your word. You will go before us even as you've already gone before us to the cross and in every other way. And you will be our rear guard. You will come along and follow behind us to make sure the enemy cannot steal that which belongs to you. So no matter what we go through, we want to stand in courage. We want to stand in confidence and faith, in humility before your throne, Father. Thank you so much that you would create us, that you would love us, that you would call us, that we would be seated at the right hand, even as your Son is seated at the right hand of God, that you call us. We are seated in heavenly places and we don't even see it yet. So many of us don't even see it yet. Father, open our eyes, give us vision, help us see, help us stop being jealous of the gifts and talents of others, help us stop pointing out all of the failures and sins of others, help us see how to come alongside our brothers and sisters in encouragement, in hope, in wisdom, in love. Thank you, God, for being the Almighty One. In the name of your Savior, Yeshua the Messiah, the faithful and true, we pray. Amen. I'm going to share a dream I had with you guys. had it a couple of nights ago. In the dream, I was looking into a mirror, and I saw there was something that, had, that was in my right eye. And I don't, I'm still asking for understanding about this, <laughs> but I'm going to share it with you because I'm going to share a little bit of understanding I have. This may be true for some of you as well. I was looking in a, in a mirror and I saw in my right eye, there was something there. And so I just reached up with my index finger and on the outer edge of my eye, I kind of started moving this thing, pulling it away out of, out of way from my eye. It was clear, but it was kind of crinkly and I was surprised it was there didn't know what it was and I worked with it just a, for a couple of times and got it out I think I got it all out but anyway after I got it out I was looking at my eye and I thought oh my goodness my eye is completely there's nothing thank you father there's nothing blocking my vision and in the dream, I thought, is my eye going to be okay? Because it was completely uncovered. I believe that Father is saying, not just to me, but to others, He's going to give us clearer vision. And I keep saying, keep walking around saying, I feel like a plucked chicken because my hair is still falling out from being sick in January and here we are in June 
don't really know how much more I can lose, hopefully not all of it, but I've lost so much. And I just keep saying, well, I just feel like a plucked chicken, you know, had all its feathers taken out. Yesterday, Father corrected me and he said, no, not a chicken, an eagle. This is for some of you out there, listen. And he had me go and look up what it means when an eagle molts, because a lot of critters molt. And it's when they lose their feathers and all this stuff, and they, depending on the molt, I guess, they lose, their vision goes bad, and their, uh, their eyesight goes bad, they lose their beak, they lose their talons. <laughs> it sounds awful. It's like they're dying. It's like they're dying. But God's doing a work in them and they will come back stronger than before. I remember when I got sick, people would write and say, boy, what the Lord's gonna, you know, he's, you're, what he's gonna say through, he's gonna be even more powerful and all this. And Hear these words, you guys. Some of you really need to hear these words. You're going through a really hard time and you're feeling like everything about you is just falling apart. I can completely relate. <laughs> but God is purifying and refining his body. He's getting rid of the old. He's cleaning us up. He's cleaning us out. He's taking that from the last season of our lives and doing away with the things that need to be replaced. Greater vision, greater clarity. Thank you, Father. And I'm gonna say this because I'm hearing it right now, and I think it's really important for us to get this, you guys, all of us. One of the things the Lord said, even in even in the Ten Commandments, he said, don't covet anything of your neighbors. And yet in the body of Christ, we covet the gifts of others. Oh, I wish I could hear God like you. Oh, I wish I could paint like you. Oh, I wish I could play music like you. Oh, I wish I was just a brilliant mathematician like you. We go, we, we had to get our focus on what God's given us. All of the parts of the body are necessary every one of the parts of the body has a purpose if we all prophesied you know these verses if we all prophesied who would be doing this thing over here or that thing over there who's going to go out and evangelize if we're all going to sit around and and be prophets who's going to go over here and be prophets if we're all going to be do you see what i'm do you understand what he's saying he uniquely designed you. He specifically, according to his will, chose what he would put in you. He said, yes, desire the gifts, ask me for them. Do that, but trust him in his answer. Trust him in his answer and let him use you in the ways he's already gifted you, already called you. Be all that he has put inside of you to be in him, for him, for his glory. 
Our Father is amazing. He knows exactly what He's doing. Don't even covet somebody else's life, somebody else's anything. Don't covet anything. If you have need, go to Father. He already knows what those needs are. And trust Him. I thank you and praise you, Father, for my brothers and sisters in Christ. I thank you for the ones who will hear this that don't know you yet, but they're searching. And Father, I ask you for the body. Please forgive us for how we have continued to war with our words with one another. Please forgive us, Father. We don't want to be three-year-olds fighting over a piece of candy. And to those that we should have been, we should have been reaching, we should have been loving with the gospel of Jesus Christ, we ask you to forgive us as well. We have done you no favors. But our God is good, and he is the creator of all things. So go to him and know that if you're hearing this and you're feeling drawn to him, it's because his spirit is drawing you and nobody goes to him unless his spirit draws them. That drawing means he wants you. He wants you. You're not going to be perfect when you go. And I've got some really great news for you. None of us who've been walking with him have really attained that place of perfection that we so desire as well. But he is faithful to continue to labor with those who come to him in repentance and humility and walk away from the sins and choose him instead to be their Lord and their Savior. We love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Will you please, if you have stayed with me this long, will you please share this message? God bless you all. We will be back for TLC later today. Bye for now.